Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host, and this is episode 58. If you are new to the podcast, I encourage you to go back and listen to some of the previous episodes, but also if you are interested in joining the Mind Body community, which is the community that I built around the Strength of Body and Mind, that is in Facebook. Just go into Facebook and search for Mind Body Community, and you'll find it. It'll pop right up. And you have to go in and answer some questions. You can hop right in. Inside that environment, inside that community, are a lot of like-minded people who are interested in pursuing and advancing in fitness and health. And that includes both fitness professionals, people who are going through a transformation, people who are just trying to take their already successful fitness results to the next level. And there's just a lot of people you know, all across the board, so all different walks. And uh, anyway, I go encourage you to go in and join that group if you want to be around like-minded people. I talk about that a lot, being around like-minded people, having a network of people around you, even digitally, that are trying to pursue the same things, trying to develop and be successful in the same areas you are, because that's just going to rub off on you a little bit and like continuously feed your energy, your positive energy and your your like hunger and motivation and and drive to get there. So go, go check that out for sure. Again, it is called the Mind Body Community Facebook group. Okay. So this episode is all about systemizing and it's not going to be an incredibly long episode, but it is going to be incredibly powerful. There's going to be a lot of value here and it's probably going to open up your eyes a little bit to some of the things that people who are incredibly successful in fitness consistently over a long period of time uh, this is going to open your eyes to some of the things that they do that you probably didn't know, okay? And they're not obvious. These aren't obvious things. These aren't things that most people think about, which is why you probably haven't heard about them or you may not have heard about them. But we're talking about systemizing your life, okay? So fitness and health is all about making smart choices anyway. I talk about that all the time as well. And those choices are made with intent. And when you make choices with intent, then you have an end game in mind, you have a goal in mind, you have an objective in mind, you're not just blindly making decisions, okay? But of those decisions, those also include systemizing how you approach each day and how you approach the decisions that you have to make each day. And what the hell is systemizing anyway? What does systemizing your life even mean? And what, honestly, more specifically, what does it mean regarding fitness? I understand how that sounds, systemizing your life, what does that have to do with fitness? Here's the thing. You know, we've talked about routines before and how routines always equal results because routines help you build habits. So routines, if I if you haven't heard the episode before on routines and why they're so important, I always talk about this to my clients, I always talk about this to people that I meet for the first time and we're talking about fitness, is always routines create results. I've given a training on this in the past. Routines create results because routines are what is needed to create consistency, to create repetition, to create habits. And habits aren't something you can build blindly or just through sheer willpower. Habits are built through a, a multi-stage elevation that most people don't know. But routines create results. And ultimately, that's where you want to get to. But 
good habits can still be inefficient habits. Okay. Even if you go through the process of building routines to build consistency and repetition to build habits, they may still be inefficient habits. Okay. Habits are good. Even good habits are obviously good. Good health lifestyle habits, good fitness habits are good, but they could still be inefficient. So an example of this is a good habit is eating, let's just say grilled chicken, brown rice, and broccoli every single day. That's a good habit. May not be for you. That's fine. But it, it, that's a good habit. Okay. You, you have a, a very macro nutritionally diverse meal that's fulfilling in a lot of ways and you can make it taste good, whatever. That's a good habit. Okay. But it's not systemized. So it could be, I mean, it could very well not be systemized. So it could be incredibly inefficient to make that every single day. If you think about grilling chicken or baking chicken or somehow cooking chicken, right? And broccoli, you're steaming broccoli and you're cooking rice every single day. If you're making that every single day, that's an incredibly inefficient use of time to make that every single day. Even though your habit is to consume those things because they fit your macros perfectly. They fit your, your calories perfectly, but to make them every single day is obviously inefficient. So a better approach to this would be to systemize the way that you produce it, have a system in place for preparing five to 10 servings of chicken and five to 10 servings of rice and five to 10 servings of broccoli or, you know, whatever, and putting that all together into five to 10 like Tupperware containers and having them ready to go for the next five days, right? If you make 10 of these at once, you batch them, you spend time batching, you systemize the batching of those things in one period of time, like a couple hours, and you're building 10 meals and you're putting them in 10 containers and they're all weighed out perfectly. They're all measured out perfectly. You know exactly what's in them. You know exactly what materials went into to making them, like what additives you you put in there. So you know exactly what's in it. You have 10 of them sitting in the refrigerator. You can go grab one for lunch. You can go grab one for dinner every single day for the next five days. Easy, right? Because you systemize, because you bashed, because you put everything together in the beginning. Another way to do this would be systemizing how you prepare for training each week. Okay, preparing the workouts ahead of time, sitting down and strategizing your week or sitting down and strategizing your month. Right? So you know exactly what muscle group you're going to work on which day you're going to, you know, which exercises you're going to do, you know, how many sets you're going to try for, how many reps. I mean, this is like training programming. This is something that a coach would do or a trainer would do, but a coach would take it to the next level probably and have it all strategized for a specific goal. So they would have an objective in mind and they would paint. This is what I do for my clients too. I paint a picture of like what I want to get to and how I want to get there and the stages I'm going to get to. And I, I do that in a multi, like a multi iteration process, but you can do that as well. So even if you don't have a coach and you're familiar with training programming or you go and you educate yourself on it or whatever, um, you can go and you can build that program and you can do that. And it's such a smart thing to do is to take time like on a Sunday before you begin a new week of training or a new month of training. It's, it's very smart. It's a smart, uh, smart and very efficient use of time to go ahead and plan out that entire week or the, the next few weeks of what you're going to do on what day, how much weight, which muscle groups, and you're doing it with intent and intelligence so that you're doing like complementary muscle groups or uh, you're doing like synergistic and prime movers together, that kind of thing. Um, and if you do that, you don't have to think about it again for the rest of the week or for the rest of the month or whatever. You just go to the gym, you hit your workout, you you have everything already identified ahead of time, 
And it just takes one less thing to think about every single day, right? It's one less thing. And when, when you get into long-term consistent success with fitness, having one less thing to think about is so crucial. It's so critical for keeping it up. So here's an example of why that is when people begin a fitness transformation or when they begin a fitness regimen for the first time and they're super freaking pumped, they're excited. That's all they think about. It's all they talk about. They annoy the shit out of their wife or husband or boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, their best friend, because they're just talking about it constantly. They're obsessed. This happens all the time. This happens with clients of mine too. They get obsessed with it and it's all they can think about. It's all they can talk about it because they are going through something major and they're making progress. And because they're making progress, they're feeling so good and their mindset is shifting and they're they're just going through all these amazing changes. Here's the problem. Even if they make their way through their transformation to their objective, which they, you know, they very well could, you very well could. Um, Once they get there, that all feels great for a while, but then it's hard to maintain it mentally. It's hard to maintain the drive. It's hard to maintain the fire once you get there. This happens for every single person, by the way, because you had a goal, you get the goal. Once you get the goal, it's hard to do two things. One of them, it's hard to just maintain when you get the goal. It's very, very, very challenging. It's also hard to set another goal because you worked so hard to get to something. It's very hard to be like, all right, sweet. I got it. Now what's the next one? It's easy to say. It's just hard to do. So what happens is, you know, when people end up in that situation, they have to prepare things out for an extended period of time because trying to think about it every single day when they go to the gym is just difficult. It's just really, really, really difficult. So if you can stop thinking about how you're prepping your meals or, or how you're going to eat every single day, if you can just take that off your plate for six days a week and only worry about it one day a week, and that's the day that you meal prep, that's the, way, that's the day that you systemize your food, your food and you take all your training and you only have to think about that one day a week or one day a month because you spent the time systemizing your training towards your goal one day. And that one day, in that one day, you set, you set up the next several weeks or whatever of training. So that's one less thing to think about. And when you get to that point where you are trying to maintain consistency over years at this point, it taking those things off your plate is just so incredibly impactful for creating brain space. And that brain space allows you to be fully present. It allows you to be satisfied. It allows you to find like kind of like that Zen mode that you need to, to take it to the next level. And honestly, it's find me one consistent, successful person in fitness who hasn't it, like cross this bridge after several years of success of consistent success. Like find me one person that hasn't done that. I, I really don't think they're out there. Every single person I've met who's been able to keep up consistent success has ways of doing this. They have systems. And when I say systems, that might sound like this is overly complicated thing, but honestly it's not. It's just, it's like, it's just something that people develop. It's routines basically just taken to the next level. So uh, you know, it's so much more too than just preparing your training and preparing your food. Okay. Fitness and health, by the way, is also more than just working out and eating. Okay. Of course it's a lifestyle, but the best way to live that lifestyle successfully is to go all in on the principles in as many areas of life as possible. So systemizing your life is something that you can do that's outside of fitness, but actually affects your life in fitness. Okay. For example, your morning routine, what is it? systemize it. Doesn't matter what it is, systemize it. Okay? Your 
you're you you get up, you brush your teeth, you go to the bathroom. Uh, hopefully, you have some sort of reflection period, a couple of minutes. Like I, I prefer to journal. I talk about it all the time. Um, I also express my gratitude for a few things. Like all that takes a few minutes, but I have a system for it. I do the same thing every single day. Literally the same thing every single day. I drink water. I you know all of it. And then same thing at night. What's your evening routine? Because that should be systemized too. Okay. What's your evening routine? So you have a morning routine, you have an eating routine. Systemize both of them. What's your family time like during the week? Okay, if you have a job where you're going to school full time or something, and nights are like a time of day when you and maybe your significant other and like your wife or husband or whatever and your kid, maybe you have kids, are together. Okay, what is your what what does that look like every single night? Is it just random? Like, do you just kind of play it by ear every single day? Like, you don't know what you're going to be doing, or whatever. You know, over time, you'll find that if you systemize that, it's not. First of all, it's not weird, and it doesn't make the time together any less compassionate and fulfilling and warm and like heartfelt. It doesn't make it any less of those things. But what it does do is it provides a little bit more of like a little bit more consistency and a little bit more focused present time together. So if you systemize your time together, you can have it can honestly you can have more focused present time together as a family or as a couple or at, with your kid or whatever. So we, you know, I systemize some things in in our household and what it does is it kind of funnels our family time to this focused period of time where we're fully present, fully together, fully engaged with each other. There's no distractions, no bullshit. And it's, it's, it's amazing. And what I've found is that if I don't do that, if we don't do that, then we might all be home. My wife, myself, my son, we might all be home. We might all be around each other, but my son might be like, he'll do his homework and then he'll go like shoot pucks in the driveway, which is fine. But you know, or he'll be on his iPad. My wife will be doing her thing. I'll be doing my thing and we're there, but we're not really there. So what I've found is that when we systemize our time, we funnel it to a point where we're ultra focused on each other and present with each other. And it's like, it's the same effect as the family dinner, like from the family dinner thing that people talk about, which is like, if you don't have a dinner every night with your family, you know, you, you create space between you and gaps in between your, your relationship. I don't really agree with that, but that's what a lot of people say, but this creates the same type of thing. What the whole point of that whole family dinner thing is, is that you should have a small period of time every single day, seven days a week. If you're, if you have a family where you are fully present, fully engaged and fully together, looking at each other, talking to each other, no electronics, no distractions, nothing, just each other every single day. And if you have that, you create strength between all three of you or between all four of you, however many people are in your family or whatever. But anyway, that's my point is that systemizing time with your family is crucial. And when you systemize all those things, your life just operates at a rhythm, at a cadence that is very, very, very different. And the reason it might sound weird to you is because you don't do it and no one you know does it. Okay, but I want you to look at those people in your life, everyone in your life who you might think doesn't do something like this and also look at your own life because you're probably not doing this and ask yourself, 
would that really be such a bad thing? Would that be really such a weird thing if we systemized things? Like if we had a system for doing things, like would that really be a bad thing? The answer, honestly, is no. No, it's one, It's like this weird thing where people feel like they want to be able to just kind of do whatever, whenever, off the cuff, and everything's going to be great. But that's called disorganization. And by the way, that's like a that's a very like high in the sky kind of wishful thinking type of mentality is to just I'll just I'll just roll with it. You know, I'll just go I'll roll with it day in and day out and kind of see what happens. But it's going to work. It's going to be successful, you know, which is not the case. OK, it's not the case. It's one thing to plan. It's one thing to think about it. It's another thing to actually take action and systemize some things and create some routines and create some scheduling which by the way, systemizing is not scheduling. Okay. Systemizing is not scheduling. Scheduling means to put something in a calendar for a certain amount of time at a certain amount of time on a certain day. That's scheduling. Systemizing is a repeatable process of doing something to get a desired result every single time. Okay. A repeatable process of doing something to get a desired result every single time. They're not the same thing. Okay. Um, I could go on and on about that, but they're, they're just not the same. So I really want you to digest the difference between systemizing and scheduling. They're not the same thing. And not everything can be systemized right now. Okay. You'll need to test systems to get the right ones, to get the things in place that work. And that goes for your family. That goes for your routines. That goes for your training. That goes for your meal prep. That goes for all of it. I mean, you probably have routines now. You probably have systems in place now because, you know, again, I know this sounds complicated, but it's really not. You have created systems in your life, you just don't necessarily realize it. And routines aren't necessarily systems. Okay, routines is like the thing you do every single day at the same time to do whatever. But a system is something that you do that's similar to that, but it's going to get you a desired result. And you do it, you create systems over time, basically through routines, through patterns, because you know, you're going to get x result at the end every single time. It's a repeatable thing. Okay, they're basically routines on steroids or routines to the next level, like a leveled up version of a routine. So, you know, this is the reason a lot of people can't stay consistent with staying fit and healthy. Okay. This is the reason, a reason, a huge reason as to why people are not consistent with fitness, not consistently successful in fitness anyway, is that they don't adopt a lot of the little things like this. This is one example of a little thing that when people become successful in fitness, if they don't adopt something like this, they're going to have a very, very, very hard time staying consistent over the long haul. Okay. You don't need to systemize your life to lose weight and build muscle, which is why people can get to that point in the beginning. That's the beginning stuff, losing weight and building muscle and building strength. That's the easy part in the beginning. It's easy to do that one time. Okay. But to maintain it year after year and be consistent with doing those things and building those habits and continuing to grow and develop, which by the way, you need to do in order to stay consistent, you need to continue growing and continue developing. It's just doesn't, it's just smaller magnitude growth and smaller magnitude development. But anyway, you don't need systems to lose it all in the beginning and build muscle in the beginning, but you do need it to maintain the long run. Ask again, ask anyone who has had to work their ass off to get themselves through a transformation or to get themselves where they had a physique and a body that they wanted and then was able to maintain it over an extended period of time, right? <laughs> Ask anyone who's been able to do that. And if you dig deep enough, right? If you, if you peel back the layers on that person, you're going to find that they have systems and things in place to keep them 
doing that, to keep them in place, to keep them in check, okay? To keep those repeatable results a reality. Because without that stuff, they can't stay consistent. Without those things, they cannot stay consistent. It's impossible. It's just impossible, right? We're humans and this is how we operate, right? Everything's a novelty in the beginning, but then once you get through it, you need to find little hacks and little tactics that will allow you to maintain it and allow you to ingrain it into your like your mindset and ingrain it into your habits and ingrain it into your DNA. So it's just something you just do. And systems allow you to do that. And systems can basically become habits, by the way. You can make a system for something and you can repeat that system, okay, back to repetition. You can be consistent with that system. I mean, that system can basically be part of a routine and routines get results and routines help you build habits. You can basically make your systems into habits. I know this is all like really wordy. I'm talking about repeatability and systems and consistency and routines and all that, but they all play together, but they're all different. But systems can basically become habits is my point. And when systems become habits, that's when you know that you've leveled up. That's when you know that you are there. That's when you know that shit's not going away and that you're never turning back and that this is it. You're going to be consistent. You're going to be there for the long haul. Again, when your systems become habit and you're operating your systems without even thinking about it because it's habitual, you know you've won. You know you're there. So that should be the goal that you want to get to. And that could take years. That could take two years. That could take 10 years if you don't know what you're doing. And if you don't, if you don't hire a coach or someone to help you or a mentor, that could take a long, long, long time. If you're just experimenting and trying stuff and testing and tweaking, sure. But if you do put the right things in place, if you do invest in yourself, if you do put a coach in your life to help you build these things or a mentor in your life to help you build these things, you can get to that point where those systems are habits. And when those systems are habits, oh man, that's, that's again, that's when you know you've made it. So Look, I hope this was powerful for you. I know it is. You may not be ready for it, but I promise now that you've heard it, it's going to be in the back of your mind. You're going to be thinking about it. And this is one of the next level things that is going to take you from success to ultra success, right? Or success to success and consistency 2.0 or whatever. Uh, but I hope you got a lot of value out of it. Listen to it again if you have to. And if you did get value out of this, if you did get value out of any of the episodes that you've listened to, please, please, please go over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. If you do that, it allows me to reach more people. It allows me to educate more people. It allows me to teach more people things like this, which is what they need. And ultimately, that is my goal is to reach as many people as possible and educate them and make them aware of what's going on in fitness and health of things they don't already know and the mind-body connection between the two that make these things possible. So thank you guys so much for your time. I love you. Don't forget, train with purpose, and I will talk to you in the next episode. See ya.